0: Hello and welcome to The Penn Sleuth Podcast. This is episode number 5 of the series where I'll be reading short stories available on my website, thepensleuth.com. These stories are a mixed bag of weird and wonderful, dark and light-hearted. Today's story is called Cloud 8. Without further ado, let's begin. How is the subject? Dr. Roberts asked. All is well, sir. Project Q is doing just fine. Good, and how was Z's transition? The scientist looked nervously up from his tablet at the doctor. Dr Roberts raised an eyebrow. The subject wasn't dead, but there was some sort of complication. That's what Dr Roberts read from the man's face. Something inside him told him that another one of Z's complications had come up, and despite the frequency of them, he was still afraid of being surprised. We're not sure how to describe it, he isn't farting the process, but he isn't making it any easier either. His brain activity is high, most likely he's dreaming, but the chart reads as if he's still awake. He definitely can't be comatose, but we're thinking he might be heading that way. Take me to him, Dr. Roberts ordered. The scientists led Roberts through various hallways, babbling incoherent jargon in the hopes of settling Dr. Roberts, but it wasn't going to happen. Roberts disliked complications of any sort, even if they weren't negative. Anything not expected becomes a move against his project eventually. Whatever this complication was, it had to be dealt with as soon as possible. Soon they entered the room containing two large chambers. One chamber had three lab coats filling with buttons and pads, but the second had a crowd of seven attending to the subject. Roberts could guess where the problem child was. Morrison, explain, Roberts ordered one of the scientists. Sir, the subject is being controlled by his subconscious. Morrison, a bulky scientist, started. His primary thoughts have taken control his instincts. Our sedatives can't seem to put them to sleep. We believe that after all this time, he is becoming immune to even the strongest sedatives. We are only given moments reprieve before he begins waking up again. Have you tried Morpheus 7? Yes, sir. Dr Roberts stared at the chamber silently. Subject Z was proving to be more of a hassle than Roberts thought. He felt embarrassed because everyone considered Z a trouble subject from the get go, but Roberts let him slide. Still his authority was absolute so nobody was going to bring up we told you so because it would cost them more than their job. Right, we're going to have to work with them this way, Roberts said finally. Continue the process. Morrison raised an eyebrow, but ordered his lackeys to do as Roberts ordered. Once they began work, Roberts gestured for Morrison to follow him outside the room. When they were outside, Morrison asked for an explanation. <sighs> My friend, I know you understand the human mind better than anyone alive or dead, but subject Z will just conflict with the programming. We need baseline brain activity, preferably as little as possible. We'll need them so close to death to build the foundation of a sentinel's programming. Continuing will be like building on sand, his mind is just too active. Dr. Roberts was silent as Morrison voiced his concerns. I know Lionel, Roberts sighed, but I believe this is the best we're going to get with Zed. Q is the perfect subject, meaning there isn't another one out there like him. Zed is the closest we could find and it will have to do. We will keep close watching him in the first year, but I have a feeling his subconscious won't fail him ever. A feeling? Yes, Morrison, a feeling. Half this job is based on feelings. If not ours, theirs. We've come this far with Zed, which is more than can be said for our previous subjects. We can only accept what we can't change and push forward. Morrison stared at Roberts for the longest moment, analyzing him. Eventually, Morrison buckled with his resounding sigh. I trust you, friend. It'll be done. Morrison accepted with a curt nod. Good. Morrison walked back into the lab to work with the rest of the scientists. Roberts watched him in the lab coats work for a moment but his eyes drifted to Zed's chamber. Roberts didn't understand what Morrison was expecting. He saw the monitor himself. Morrison was simply reading the waves wrong. Instincts were close to the true reason, but Zed was in fact simply dreaming. It was a dream or nightmare that consumed the mind like a virus. Zed would continue to dream this dream the rest of his life. If Morpheus 7 couldn't put that dream to sleep then nothing would. With that comforting thought in mind Roberts turned to Q's chamber, his prodigy. Q would be the leader of course, the leading sentinel. Unfortunately it was on both of their shoulders that Roberts reputation rested. They better not let him down. Dr. Roberts coughed into his arm and walked back towards his office. He still remembered the first day. Q was an old soldier, a trained man, maybe a little soft on one side, but a soldier first and foremost. He had his first brain scan and the scientists cheered in the lab. Q had no reaction, but that was obviously enough to let him know he was suitable. When Zed arrived, it was off the streets, a volunteer, one with some police work in his limited background. But that was three years ago. Zed's personality was informal, and often his methods were questionable at best, but to Roberts, they were pure genius. Yes, Zed often caused more trouble than anyone would like to admit. Sometimes his worth was called into question. But two sentinels were definitely needed. Dr. Roberts sighed and sat down behind his desk crunching numbers and monitoring the subjects vitals from his monitor. The process was to continue as per normal, and the subjects would either be pushed to their death or become perfectly brainwashed. At least that's what the generals and chiefs knew. Roberts could not allow such a thing. Adjusting values on his computer when everyone left the lab was enough to ensure that by the end of the process there would not just be Q and Z, but there would still be the men they once were. That is the end of this episode. If you like what you hear consider giving this channel a follow and if you wish to read the story it is available on my website thepensleuth.com. If you enjoy my work please show your support by following any of my social media as well or perhaps consider supporting me on Patreon. With that good day good night and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.